Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. Today, I have one of my absolute best Jovi friends. Uh, we, we talk practically every day about the band and play video games together and all that. But uh, this is Jack, and he's from New York. And how you, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So obviously, we'll start off with how you became a fan. I became a fan when I was about eight years old. Um... I want to say the first cassette tape I got was New Jersey, and then I got the Fahrenheit album, the self-title, and then became then eventually Slippery and Wet, and then the rest was history, you know. And then, uh, yeah, I remember falling in love right away with "Born to Be My Baby" and you know "Bad Medicine," you know, all all those songs, you know, from start to finish. Every every song was just like. My God, like I was just blown away by everyone, you know. And yeah, uh, um, yeah I mean, you know, it, it really is, you know. Every 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 album, you know, yeah. can't go wrong with either. So, so what was the first tour that you went on then? The first tour I was on was uh, the One Wild Night tour. Um, oh, funny, it was it was the one they recorded and put it on, and they put it on VH1. Yeah, Giant Stadium, and I was kind of bummed that uh, they edited it to, to make it fit like an hour or an hour and a half, but, you know, I'll, for TV purposes, you know, but, uh, yeah, I would have loved to have, you know, that show, like, on a DVD or something, you know, as your first one, you know. Oh, absolutely, and you got to see Alec, too, uh, it was I, the second night, I think? Yeah, he came out uh, during... During one at Dead or Alive, and um, that was a pretty cool moment to see the you know the original band members performing it you know, yeah. and uh, that was just awesome. I you know everything about that first show, you know, the stage, the way the the band was on fire you know, and yeah man, just I've been going since <laughs> you know. You know I, I was watching a. Um... One Wild Night tour was also my first tour too when I was I was nine, so I was a fan for about a year at that point. And I remember when you know concert tickets were very cheap back then. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think I was like tenth row, but you know I was I was this tall. Yeah, and I remember sitting on my dad's shoulders and watching the band come on stage. And and like you said, the intro, you know, I think that's probably the best intro of any of their tours you know like you you watch them get in the you know backstage getting in the elevator and yep. you hear that one long night cha-cha-cha music yeah yeah and all of a sudden the doors open and everyone screams yep <clears throat> you know that was just uh, an incredible tour so it's kind of unique you know i know we started at different years but i became a fan when i was eight in yeah. 2000 and uh, that was my first tour and, and i know we were, we were joking before uh we started recording here but you know, our, our one long <laughs> that's right there it is <laughs> you know? but yeah you know, i was watching um you know thank god for youtube i was watching the uh i think it was a paris show yesterday yeah and uh, it was so good you oh, know yeah. and i i miss seeing songs like one long night live and yep and back then know? man they surprised you you know what i mean like i know you know usually one wall night was you know, the opener, but, you know, they always threw in, like, I Believe or, you know, like, different tracks like that, you know, and 
I was like, man, you know, it'd be cool to, you know, to hear like those songs again, you know? Yeah. You, you know, even opening up with prayer and then bad name, you know, yeah, really cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah, then, then you never knew what the final song was going to be because, you know, nowadays it's always prayer. You're lucky to right, one more right. And but it's I, fitting, you know, I, you know, for now, you know what I mean? Oh, right, yeah, for, yeah. For that being the closer. But yeah. um, I want to say maybe, like, back then, I want to say, like, Keep the Faith, I think, was, like, like the close, like, the main closer, I think. I yeah. could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think it was Keep the Faith. A lot of shows, that was the main closer. Um, yeah, they do like an uh, encore here or there, but yeah, that was like the main. But yeah, that was a perfect closer too, especially with like the ending, you know, the the drums and the guitar and the yeah, like John just so energetic and that was yep. it. Yeah, yeah, that was an, that was an amazing tour. Oh it, man, like I said, you know, like you remember your first show like it was yesterday. You know what I mean? Yep. And then the second one is just just as good, you know, if not sweeter. But, yeah, you know, there, there's nothing like your first show. You know, nope, there isn't, you know, and it, it's amazing too because, I, you know, like I said, I became a fan in June 2000. I was eight, and I didn't see them until July 2001. So, those 13 months, you know, I was, I don't want to say the word obsessed, but obsessed with the band, like just discovering their music and seeing them on album covers on TV. You just think it's yeah. the coolest thing. And once you see them live, it's surreal. And then you kind of realize that they're, you know, human being. They're actually real, you right? Know? Because it's just they're amazing as a band and as people. Yep. It doesn't doesn't make you believe that they're real, you know? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. No, I do know what you're saying because when when I was at that first show, I couldn't believe that I was almost like I don't want to say starstruck, but that's know, the word I'm looking for, starstruck. But you know, you you, you know, you look you look you listen to these guys that you've been listening to for years. And you relate to their music, and you know you love their music, you love everything about them, and you see them right there on that stage, yep. and you know you just want it like you know what I mean, like that handshake, you know I guess like yeah, through music, like, you know. It's like you can't believe it that you're in the same place as Bon Jovi is playing your favorite songs, the songs that you love and listen to exactly. every single day, and exactly. then it's right there in front of you performing. It's exactly nothing beats that. Nothing no. Else. I remember because I went with my brother and uh, we were discussing, you know, like, oh, so what do you think is going to be the opener, you know? And he was going off like the One Wild Night live CD. He's like, oh, they're going to probably open with it. Nah, I'm like, they're not opening with it. It's my life, <laughs> you know? They'll yeah. open with One Wild Night, you know, and, and, and so on, you know? But, you know, I ended up being right, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, think, I think it's pretty slim <laughs> in my life. Which, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of a cool. I don't know how they do it, but like, that'd be different. Yeah, but like even like on the bounce tour, it was cool, you know, with that, you know, part of the bounce. Yeah, thing. yeah. And then I they open up the bounce. Yeah, good times. That's one of my favorite intros, like of of all the tours. Like, that might even be my favorite intro. The bounce. The bounce intro. Yeah, that was kind of cool with the whole like lightning effect and all that. It was oh, kind of yeah. cool. I'm the trying to remember effect. how they. I'm trying to remember how they came out on stage. Uh, I think yeah. they just walked out. Just walked out? Yeah, I yeah. think they just walked out. Yeah. It was, it was kind of cool. Yeah, and it's also like uh, the Circle Tour. You know, that was my second favorite. You know, like, you have this whole screen down. Of course, people behind, you know, in the back of the arena can see the band coming up. But, like, right. people in the front, you know, 75% of the arena, you know, you saw that boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You know, 
and then you see like them yeah. walking in the circle. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the screen rises and there's the band. Yeah, there's the band. It was kind of cool. The circle tour was kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is your absolute favorite album? My absolute favorite album. Okay, this is a tough one because, like you, I love every album, and they're all special in their own way. But I, I'm leaning on these days. I, oh. you know, I, I, I just love that album, man. From you know, and part of me, like, I wish I was able to go during that tour to go see them, but. Um, yeah, I don't know why the hell I didn't, but, <laughs> you know. That, that, that's one tour I wish, that I wish I could have um, been on. And, and, and what's weird was when I was a kid collecting these albums, These Days was actually my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Now, it, now it's my fourth favorite. And oh, I yeah. absolutely love it from start to finish. You know, I, I yeah. think it's one of those albums that you have to mature with. You know, you have to be an adult. That, you know, cause yeah. when I was a kid, I didn't experience heartbreak. I didn't experience, yep. you know, life being tough i was just a kid and so when you're a kid you enjoy the fun songs but as you get older you know you learn to appreciate it and right and it's funny i know we've talked about this before it's funny that john has said that this is one of his most optimistic albums but in in fans eyes or the critics eyes it seems like it's a really dark album yeah but I, i i think when you really get into the into the album deeply i think you realize that it's an album that's about being in a tunnel but finding the light at the end of the tunnel i think that's how how it is for me i completely agree it was because you know you got songs like hey god you know you know the lyrics are kind of cool in there and and even these days and i mean I, i think these days can relate more today than than it did back in 95 oh yeah that's just you know, look look at the band, you know, like there's nothing left but us these days, you know? That's and true. If you, if you think about it, you know, there's not a whole lot left from, you know, from that era, you know? Yeah, that's true. You know, so, What's your favorite track from the album? My favorite one on the album? Oh, man. I mean, I, I love them all, man. Um, if I have to pick one. It might be these days, I guess. These days, I think, might be the one. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. The title. I mean, I love Hey God, you know, Love Song, Lie to Me, you know. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. You know, mine would be uh, Hearts Breaking Even. Hearts Breaking Even is good. I love that. You know, like, my favorite line of that whole album is Broken Hearts, Can't Call the Cops, Yeah, It's the Perfect Crime. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I also uh, love uh, My Guitar Lies Bleeding because even oh, like the beginning, Misery Likes Company, you know? I like the way that sounds, yeah. yeah. It, one song that I wish that they would have done differently was Diamond Ring. And of, of course, you know this already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The New Jersey demo, you know, they put it on the New Jersey 2014 yep. box set. And I love the drums and the guitar on it. Yep. But on the, these days album, as you know, it's more of just like a John yeah. yeah. Which version I, do you prefer more? I love them both, dude. Uh, you know, and, and it's hard to pick one, but I I kind of like having, like, the options, though. You know what I mean? Like, if they've done a song that way, like Last Man Standing, for an example. Oh, yeah. You know, you have the electric version, and then, then you have the acoustic version, which was 
you know, just, you know, the best yeah. one, I think, you yeah. know, but I like having that option. You know, I kind of wish they'd done something like that with the fighter. Oh, what about oh. now? I, I think that would have kind of been interesting, you know, to see if yeah. that was like more electric song, you know? Yeah. I, I felt like a lot of the, a lot of the songs at the end of what about now was more of a acoustic, easy listening vibe. You yeah. Know, like room at the end of the world, thickest thieves, and all you know, all, all like thieves, yeah. yeah, they're good songs, but they're all more of like uh, toned down. They're definitely toned down. They're definitely yeah. toned down. You know, which actually, do you think that was part of the reason why Richie split? You think? Was he had like maybe like a different sound in mind that he wanted for the band, and yeah. you know John wanted that sort of sound. It could be. I mean, you know, I remember back then Richie was trying to release his uh, solo album Aftermath. Yeah. And you know, you know that you know he wanted to promote that for a while, focus on that, but then John wanted was right. No and album. wasn't it, what about now was actually going to be John's solo album, but then he decided to give it to the band. I believe so. I believe so. I think he was writing because because he did the couple songs there for the movie, um, and then um, then eventually it just became a band record again. Yeah, because I remember in an interview saying that he was writing songs for his own solo record, then all of a sudden he changed it to it's gonna be a band album and right, you know. And so I I think Richie kind of had that whole resentment thing about having to go back to the band and having yeah. to yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think Richie just wanted to kind of just do his own thing. Yeah, kind of took the spotlight off himself there. And yeah, oh, dude, Aftermath, I loved it, man. I thought oh, that was yeah. a phenomenal album. You know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, seven Years Gone is my favorite on that one. I love Seven Years Gone. I love You Can Only Get So High. Every oh, road yeah. home to you. Yeah. yeah. There's so many good tracks on that. You know, Weathering the Storm. You know. Yeah, Sugar Daddy's one of those fun ones. Sugar Daddy's fun one. <laughs> you know, it really is. You know, there's a lot of good stuff. I even love World because it sounds almost like a Beatles song. You know, uh, what, what's the other ballad? Oh, Always Walk Beside You. Yeah, that was I good love, too. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, there's so many good songs on that album, man. You know, you know those solo albums of Richie's. You know, it it, it kind of highlights about how talented Richie is. Oh, you know, he's dude. I'm telling you, his voice, I can listen to for hours. Yeah, like it, you know, he's such a, an amazing singer, very underrated singer. Oh, yeah. Very Absolutely. underrated guitar player, you know. He's, yeah. And he's a phenomenal songwriter, Yeah. you know. And you know, that's one of the things I miss most in the band, I guess, with him and John's uh, songwriting and, yeah. you know, the way they sing together. And, I, I, you know, I think more than anything, I miss that most. Yeah, you I know. missed that too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, you know see them like like you and I were talking the other day about watching the Yokomo show from these days. Right. I forget which night it was, but like like during Bad Medicine, just that John and Richie charisma, them joking oh. around and having fun playing. I missed that man. Yeah, you know, I, it was so good. Like there was said, so much energy from that. Those shows, forget about it. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. From that, from these days, like those 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 shows were so good, man. They were so yeah. good. Do you have yeah. that on DVD? Which one? Yokohama, ninety six. I used I used to I used to have a few different bootlegs. Okay. And, and uh, 
they got damaged when I was in uh, college. So gotcha. I got to recollect them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I downloaded the show, but I got to check that out. But, uh, yeah, I, I was going to buy the I was going to buy the DVD, but they want it like 500 bucks for it. But yeah. <laughs> with TVs these days, I mean, you could there's there are smart TVs. So now you can go on YouTube on your TV and watch them. So, yeah, really, you know? you know, I have the official releases, but, Absolutely. Kind of, but it's nice because on YouTube, you know, especially there's a channel called uh, Hands 90. I, I got them. Yeah. And you know they always have good uh, full-length concerts and yep. stuff like that. So uh, next thing, let's talk about a future box set because I know that's okay. something you and I are just dreaming. Yes, of. sir. Like I told you before, you know we'll start off with uh, what. Let's go with like the the sex sells demos there, you know, because <laughs> like I, you know, because real life had a different sound to it. You know, and they yeah. had in a, in a they had a solo in that, um, but you could you know the sound quality was just so bad. You know, we couldn't yeah. hear it that good. But from what I heard, I want to hear like on a future box set for sure. Um, like I said, Shadow Dancing was you oh. know that's a good fun song. Good ain't good enough. Yeah. You know, just Neurotica. Neurotica. I can um, make it without loving you. Yeah. Yeah. Stay. Stay's a good one. Stay's a very good track. You know, I remember when I first heard that and I was like, wow. You know, why wasn't this included on Crush? I believe it was, right? Yeah. I, I think you know, Yeah. Man, what a phenomenal track that was. And that was another song that was promoted during that uh Sex Cells listening party. Stay Stay was on there. Um what else was it? Uh you can't lose that love, which oh, is a good song. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a good track. Um, yeah, if if I don't know if you've heard it, but if you haven't, try and go back and listen to some of those. I know, you know, just if you've got nothing to do, put your headphones on so you can hear it better, and just hear like, you know, how those songs came about. Man, they're they're actually pretty good. So I hope, I hope like those songs are definitely included. You know. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you think Crush would have been as successful? I'm glad they changed the name. But do you think Crush would have been as successful if they would have named the album Sex Cells instead of Crush? Mm, I don't think so. I don't yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one because, you know, Crush could have been a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, but Sex Cells is like, okay, what are they trying to promote here? <laughs> you yeah, know? It, it, it kind of brings you back to like the slippery days, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm glad they changed it to Crush and me you know, too. Just, me too. Oh, uh oh, like, <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, bad. Uh, okay. No, and I am so, too. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so let's talk about a future box set because 40 years is coming up in 23. 23. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, I hope this is gonna be a set that's for the fans um that's just i'd love it to be like mind blown you know like stuff that you know that we weren't expecting that we're surprised by um you know i'd like to hear a lot of outtakes from you know maybe from out maybe from crush on you know i think they pretty much covered what they were going to release from 
you know, the eighties and nineties, yep. you know, but if they have more in the vault, throw it in there too. <laughs> you know, but, we won't complain. We, we, no, not we complain. will not complain. Man. Like I'm good with like, if you want to do a 10 disc spot set, do it, <laughs> you oh. know, but maybe even throw like a Blu-ray in there or something, you know, Oh, absolutely. I would love yep. stuff like that, man. You know, it, it would be cool. The, the thing is, and I want to get your opinion on this too, is that, you know, back in 2004, we got that box set. Yep. You know, but at that time, digital wasn't really a thing yet. No. And it was more about going to the store and buying a physical copy. Nowadays, you know, fans like you and me, we're going to go out, we're going to buy yes. one or two copies of the box. Absolutely. Set. But the general fans or the, you know, the world's population might just download what songs they like off of the, the thing. Right. So my, my question is, is how do you think this, if they do, how do you think this release is going to be in 23? You know, see, I one, think thing I wanna, one thing I want to add is if they really do, I, I think, I think the band knows that the diehard, the diehard fan base is huge. Millions and millions. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's definitely going to sell, but I think something they're going to have to put in is like you said, like Blu-rays of like all the different shows, you know, like, the Crush Tour, This Left Feels Right, Madison Square Garden, right. the documentary, you know, maybe a few extra things, you know, like, because on the 2004, I like the DVD, you know, like them talking about different songs. But hey, how, not to interrupt, but how about no, no. a remastered Live from London that's yes. uncut? You know? Yes, that is that a perfect idea. That would be amazing because that show is phenomenal. You know, I yeah. love watching that, you know, and uh, as well as the Crush Tour, you know, but I'd love an uncut version of Live from London that's just mastered, like, all you know, three nights. all three nights would be awesome. Yeah. Have yeah. outtakes, you know, like the yeah. band goofing around backstage, maybe, because, you know, I, um, I want to say Stephen Van Zant was there hanging out with the band backstage i also want to say Southside johnny was hanging around them too so yeah. it'd be cool to see like some of that stuff you know oh absolutely you know you know what else would be cool that i was thinking of you know like how kiss did the kissologies yes so it'd be cool if bon jovi was to do like a box set for each era so say the 80s box set 90s yeah. 2000 to 2010 box set and then the 10 to 20 23 whatever I could you know, just have like, that. and just like have DVDs and interviews and then outtakes because yeah. I can't even imagine all the songs we have not even heard to have never even wow. you know it's like we were talking last week about the circle outtakes yeah you know, there, I don't think there's any outtakes from that album that we've heard I don't think I've heard any honestly from that album I think they were all put on the put on the album you know and and Japan had its own release and you know, um, I want to say we just got a couple of live tracks, right? Yeah, I, I believe, right? That's what yeah. that was. But as far um, as any extra tracks or outtakes, we've never got any. From the, and I'm no, sure, I'm sure John wrote more than twelve songs. Oh yeah, you know they're writing at least twenty-four to like maybe even forty songs, you know, per hour, if not more. Right now, wasn't I, I thought I, I heard somewhere that John said that he. Uh, he wrote this is love this is life which was on the 2011 box sets two years later after the circle but didn't he write that for the circle album i'm trying to remember that's a good question um i don't or think i've heard about that one 
Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me though, because it kind of has like that circle sound to it. Oh yeah, you know. And it's, it's uh, I always wonder if that was actually supposed to be for the circle and it was just released. You know, same with the other like yeah. looking change and apologies and what do you got? You know. Yeah. It's it's interesting, but you know, so so how do you think the release, uh, the reception of the, the new box set would be? You know, as far as buying it physically or digitally. Um, if you can buy digitally, you know, maybe the songs. I got, you know, for the convenience, I guess, digitally would be good. But, you know, fans like us would want, you know, that in our possession. You know what I mean? To display oh, it, whatever, you know. Um, but, yeah, we need, like, physical uh, yeah. physical copies for sure. You know, know? I, I think it would be a huge moneymaker, too, because just this, this box set back in 04, I think it was, what, 60 bucks? Yeah, back then, but you know, with this new release, I'm I'm talking about a big mega box set. You know, it's gotta like, be. You are diehards. You know, it's like, gotta be. <laughs> the three nights of Wembley and yeah. outtakes and discs of every different thing and pictures and you know, yep. something huge. You know, I, I hope so too because we haven't got anything in a long time. You know, and that that was it. I want to say it was 2004 where, where we got. That was the last box set, but we really haven't got anything since. Yep. You know, just a, just a DVD <laughs> from MSG. Exactly. You know, I'm sure there's outtakes we haven't heard pre-2004, but can you imagine all the outtakes that we have not even heard that have never been leaked from, like, Have a Nice Day, Highway, all those? Well, you know, I'm sure you heard Obi O'Brien, right? Because he said, a fan asked him a question, what's his favorite Bon Jovi song? And he said it's not released yet. So. He words yet. Remember that? So, yeah, um, that was a while ago. He said that you know it, it hasn't been released yet. I'm like, so, huh? It makes you wonder, like, what what that is? You know what I mean? Well, I think it was a runaway trip a couple years ago. A fan asked John during the Q and A if they had plans for another box set, and I think he jokingly said, "We have 40 years coming up. I think we're going to do something then." You know, not word for word, but that's the gist yeah. of it. That they were going to put something together and so and you you got for 40 years you gotta you know absolutely which brings me to the to the next topic that we want to talk about the future of the band all right <clears throat> so you know with the craziness going on right now in the world um and you know the band's getting up there in age and you know whatever you know that doesn't really mean shit but <laughs> You know, at the same token, you know, we got to be realistic, too. Yep. So, you know, Tico's, he's approaching 70. Yep. Um, the other guys are approaching 60. And, you know, so I, I'm going to give it a good three to five year window, you know, for yeah. what would be, you know, possibly, you know, I don't even want to say it, but the end of the band, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but we got to really be realistic now. And, uh. But, you know, 10, 20 years ago, you know, like, oh, nah, they're going to go forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> you see, like, all these memes, like Bon Jovi concerts in, like, 2060, uh, you know, like, people are yep. still there and their walkers and stuff. <laughs> well, you, you, I'm, I'm with you. I, I give the five-year, you know, and I, have, I, and this is just pure fan speculation, but I have a feeling, too, like you said, Tika's going to be 70 and 23 after the band celebrates 40 years. Yep. You know, 
And so you got to look at Tico and say, he's going to want to settle. I mean, he, he still want, you know, I saw him on this house tour, obviously, and he was still one hell of a drummer, the best. Oh, my God. You know, but eventually, you know, touring around. I mean, look at this house tour. Look how much they, they slowed that down. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they would just do a few shows here and then a few months later, a few shows there, you know. Right. And all these years, John has always said how much he loves touring and can't get enough of it. And the last few interviews he's done the last year, he said that he just he, he can't get himself out that door. You right. know, he enjoys being home and being a philanthropist. And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I, I 100% support that. You know, but sure. he enjoys being home with his family, being at the soul kitchen, being a philanthropist. And those are all good things. And and so, you know, look at this the 2020 tour that was supposed to happen. They're only going to do 18 shows this year. Right. You know, right. I, I just I, I, I do see the band slowing down now as far as touring goes. Right. Yeah. And and I think with 2020, you know, with COVID right now, my thoughts are where we are now in the world. I don't see us a year from now back to arenas and stadiums packed with people. I just I don't see that. And yeah. so. My speculation is is that 2020 is just going to be a release, like kind of like burning bridges. Yeah, a little, a little more promo, but I don't see a 2020 2020 tour happening. I see right. another release, or I think when this box set hopefully comes out in 23, that it's like a band celebration. And you know, yep. Maybe have a new album with it, <clears> and then, you know. And we were talking about Richie. I do see the final tour, which is which is going to be sad, but I yeah. do see the final tour. I do see Phil being in the band, Richie touring with them. I, hope you know, so. I think just like a one last world tour, because yeah. you know once John says this is it, that's going to be it. Right. And so I, I see like a two year world tour with the band. Yeah. You know. I hope so. You know, and I hope Richie joins the band again you know yeah um because i think that'd be phenomenal you know just oh, him and phil that. you know you couldn't ask for a better uh do oh, no. really I, it's gonna be amazing and, and, you know i know alec is kind of having health issues but it'd be cool to see him from shows you know just make an appearance like he did for jersey uh, your, your show back in that one you know I, I even just to play prayer a few songs i'd love that yeah uh, you know, after the final tour, you know, I know you and I, we're going to be at that last show, no doubt. <laughs> you <But> know it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see, I, I can still see the band maybe producing some more music or doing a show here and there. I just don't see tours happening. Right. But as far as John goes, you know he's not going to stop making music. No, no, he won't. <laughs> yeah. so, so what do you think John would do after the band? After the band? Well, there's a good possibility for another uh, solo album, which, oh. which would be exciting, you know? Yep. Um, <clears throat> I really did like the way him and the band um, Kings of Suburbia sound together. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of like all the horns and the trumpets and stuff like that. I, I dig all that stuff, so, you know, because... You know, I'm also like a big Huey Lewis and the News fan too. You know, so I, you know, I dig all that stuff. You know, and uh, just 
I just love music. Like I love oldies, you know, and just but having my favorite singer incorporate that into their style. Yeah. Phenomenal. Well look well look at this one. Let's get on covers real quick. Okay. So okay. look at the covers they like John did with of uh like a Leonard Cohen, like Hallelujah was phenomenal. Oh. I'm yeah. your man. You know, he changed up the arrangement a little bit and it sounds way better than the original. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, so it, it's funny you said because every single cover that John has done, it's all and I think maybe this is because they're our favorite band. Right. But it's amazing that he could touch any someone else's song and make it better. Yeah. You know, make it his own and you know, like old time rock and roll. Yeah, That's man. My favorite. Pretty woman, you know. Oh. How how about yeah. Always on My Mind when he did it with Willie Nelson? Oh, Him? yeah, that was what, back in the eighties. Here 90s. comes the sun. Yep, here comes you know? the sun. Uh, uh, under pressure. Under because pressure made, was good. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. So you want to be a rock and roll star? Yeah. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Oh, back in the '95, '96 tour. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they done that earlier too during the Keep the Faith stuff too. During oh, that's the, right. Yeah. During, during an evening with Keep the Faith, they as one of the outtakes, they uh they were doing that one too. And they did oh, Gloria, which was cool. Gloria's um, good. So, like, seriously, there's not a song they can't, they can't do. You know, Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout. Yeah. I, we were talking about the One Mile Night tour, but they would close with that song too. Twist a lot of times, yeah. Yes, they yeah. would. Yes, they would. See, you that tour said, was almost like a party tour, almost. You know, I kind of felt yeah. like, you know, they were really yeah. having a good time on that tour. And you saw their cover of Tequila, right? Yes, I did. On the one one night tour. Oh, that, that was good too. And then that was leading to the twist and shout. Yeah. But yeah, man, it, it's amazing. You know, yeah. but you know, it, it's going to be sad. You know, it, obviously we don't know the future of the band. You know, but right. like I said with Tico and the, the length of world, I mean, they've done their share of long. You know, I want them to continue as long as they can. Me too. You know, Me too. But, you know, there, there's going to come to a point. I think we're going to see at least one or two more tours. And I think. Yeah, if not the next, but the one after is going to be the final. Absolutely. Or, you know, they're I not going to be agree. like they're not going to be like Kiss or Motley Crue where they have ten farewells. Right. You know, right. They have just one, and you know, I still see the band maybe produce another album or. Yep. Here's another idea. What do you? I, I know John has said no to the Vegas idea. But what do you think about a MSG residency like Billy Joel does? I'd be all for it. <laughs> I'd be yeah. all for it. Or even have like a Jersey residency, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, do one at MetLife, you know? Yeah. I love that too. Yeah, that that's that's a good idea. It, it'd be kind of cool to just to see, you know, like, because I was excited about the Master Garden shows this year because they were back to back. They were back to back. I love that because you don't have to worry about traveling to the next day, you know, because, you know, we go to many, many shows. Sure. And uh, you'd ha you have to worry about going to the next concert and traveling and blah, blah, blah. But That's with right. a resident, residency, you get a hotel and you see them the next day. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost like being on the cruise, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that yeah. that that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. I can see him almost doing something like that, maybe after the band, you know, What's maybe that? like store like 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 a like a residency of some sort, but almost make it like a storytelling evening, you know. Oh, that'd I, be pretty I, awesome I too. I I have to say I I've seen a few 
shows of John Solo over the years, and those are honestly some of the best shows because Absolutely, it's, more, yeah. it's more intimate and he's more open. And you're more likely to ask him questions, you know, that yeah. you won't normally get to during anything else, you know? Yep, exactly. It's just, you know, I, 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 I don't see John slowing down for another 10, 15. I, I think he's going to keep producing stuff and yeah. writing stuff. I mean, look at the 2020 album. I mean, he, he couldn't help but write American Reckoning and do what you can. And, right. You know, there's so much going on that he's going to write about. And, yeah, it's hard to, um, you know, not feel what's going on, you know. You know, I get annoyed going on social media, just hearing everybody just, dude, I can't get into that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just, I don't care enough, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it, you know, I can't, I like, I don't care enough to argue with somebody on social media. I just, I, you yeah, know. It's, it's petty stuff, you know. It's very petty, man, you know. It's yeah. very petty. That's why I kind of just like, I try and do my thing, you know, just live in my world. Yep. And I don't like to come out. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. The way to do it. You know, the thing is, is that fans can't seem to adjust to what, you, know, you, you, you can't be the same band that you were back in the 80s. You know, it, it's silly because look at the bands, and they're good bands, don't get me wrong, but look at bands like Molly Crew or Kiss or yeah. Poison. They're still writing songs about sex and drugs and, Right. Stuff that sixty-year-old men should not be singing about. Right, right. So you know how silly would John Block if he was still writing songs like "Bad Name" and "Bad Medicine." And, you know, you can't. You look silly. No, to you him. can't because you're trying to live off what you know what made what got you to the dance. I guess you know. Yep. And, and yeah, I mean, you got to grow. You know, like like he says, you know, you stay true to who you are. You know, don't follow fads and fashion. Do what you yep. do and do it well. And those are real, you know, those are words to live by, really. You know, yeah. and I, I kind of, I kind of have like that same, you know, mindset. You know, don't be a follower, you know. Exactly. Lead stay true path, to who man. you are, you know. We weren't born to follow. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but, but, it, but it's true, though, because look, they are, they were and are the biggest selling 80s band, you know. Oh, and yeah. they're big in the 90s, big in the 2000s, big in the second decade of the 2000s, yep. you know. There's there's a reason why they're still selling out arenas and stadiums and a huge name still as their peers who are good bands yeah. aren't at, you know they're playing theaters and amphitheaters and stuff you know yeah. so you know it's it's a shame people complain because they can't adapt to what's new and you know I get so tired of hearing about John's vocals are bad oh I know they're not they're good he's a 58 year old man and people are Vocal cords are the size of your thumbnail. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line. Bottom line. You don't like the way John sings anymore, then don't listen to him. You know? Exactly. Simple you as know, that. You know, and I was yeah. watching, you know, the Slippery New Jersey tours, too, on YouTube the other day. And I, I got me thinking. I was like, wow, you know, he was singing every night. That's going to put some damage on you. Absolutely. It, you know. And there's... People, go ahead. Uh, you know, there's other artists out there who have the same vocal issue. You know, like... Younger artists like Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga and, and all these other other artists, you know, they're younger and they even say that they have to do vocal oh, yeah. and they have trouble, Definitely. you know. And I still think John sounds amazing. He does. You I know, do too. you I can't accept it. 
bottom line, I appreciate the effort he's given. You know, yep. we we know his his vocals aren't what they used to be, but yep. you know, we don't They're care. Still great. You know, we don't yeah. care. You know, we, we're just happy he's still making music. He's enjoying yep. doing what he's doing, and he's putting on a hell of a show. You know, yeah, that's and what matters people, to me. Yeah, and people from that era aren't doing it anymore. <laughs> you know, you so, know. It, you know, this is a perfect example too. You know, before we close things out, is the Pittsburgh show in 2017. Uh-huh. 17. I went to that show, and as you know, John was sick. But anyway, the band comes on stage. John does, I think, like five songs, and I thought he sounded incredible. But oh my gosh, he's on fire tonight! And then after the fifth song, he's like, "I have to apologize that I got my ass kicked with a cold and flu." And I'm trying to give my best. I'm like, I couldn't even tell. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm gonna keep trying. We're gonna we're gonna try to ride this next two hours out. And he did, I think, two more songs. And he's like, and he was, I mean, he was like slamming his mic stand down. He's like, I'm sorry, but I I can't keep going. We're gonna end with prayer, and and I'm sorry. And we got to see David sing prayer, and John tried to give it his all, and. It, I think it ended up being like a 45 minute show. Yeah. But my takeaway was I was so appreciative that they didn't cancel. John still tried his best. And I got to see David sing. I got to see John in a different kind of format than yeah. usually. Yeah. But other, other fans' takeaway was oh, he ripped us off. And, you know, they, they, he needs to reschedule or give our money, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, be thankful that you still that they didn't that you didn't travel all this way, yep. And they canceled last right. night. You know, you don't realize all this stuff that's in, in factors. Sure, of, you can't just cancel post. You know, you got to try. Well, it's funny you say that because the the show that that they did near me in Endicott, you know, when the band was a little bit late coming they i think they arrived about 10 yeah and people were pissed like because there was like thunderstorms and stuff so what the band's supposed to like jeopardize themselves because you know a few lousy fans get over it (laughs) you know like people are they're so selfish and yeah you know they just want everything like now 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 you know what i mean it's like ridiculous anymore you know, you, you, like you said earlier, it's the perfect point of what you said. Be appreciative of what you have, that we're still able to see our favorite band. They're still releasing music. That's right. You know, because there's going to be a day when we're not going to have that anymore. Yeah, we're not going to have it anymore. And you people know? are going to look back and say, you know what? I shouldn't have complained. I should have just enjoyed and lived in the moment. Yeah. But, you know, you know they, they need to realize, too, that the, the guy is a normal guy. And... You know, he's not a machine that, you know, people think he is, you know, that, oh, why can't you belt out vocals like living on a prayer? Yeah. You know, like, and dude, he's a normal guy, man. You exactly. Know? And it's <laughs> funny. It, 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 this is coming from people who aren't even musically inclined or no vocalists or anything like that. Like They have like no idea about what it takes to be a singer, you know, so who are they to judge, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know. It's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I definitely want to have you on again because I know there are so many other topics that we can talk oh, about. Oh, dude, we, we can do this for hours, man. Yeah. Seriously. We really can. Yeah. 
and, and we kind of do like when we're playing Friday, <laughs> but yeah, you know, we just go on and on and on for hours. We, we should do a Friday the 13th shout out right now. So anybody that wants to play with us, you know, yeah. that are good players. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, do it. Jack and I, we pretty, we, we pretty much talk every single day and we go yeah. on Friday on party chat. So if anybody plays PS4 and they play Friday the 13th, Hit us up because we're looking for more Toby friends. Put, put some usernames up there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You like to exactly. play with normal people. <laughs> yeah, normal. Yep. Well, thanks again, buddy, for coming on. It was great chatting with you. Absolutely, brother. All right. We'll see you, All buddy. Right.